As I was preparing for worship this morning, I wrote the following words, which also appear at the top of this morning's order of worship. In a time when we cannot be together physically the way we wish to be, the experience of communion takes a different shape. What does it mean for us to be together when we are apart? Can sacred moments and sacred awareness take place apart from sacred rituals? Even in these strange times, these are our affirmations. The world is a wondrous place. The holy is all around us. The creation gives us gifts that are simple and sacred. We are in communion even when we are apart. Thanks be to God. Normally on this first Sunday in October, which is always designated as World Communion Sunday, we would be preparing to gather in the evening for a love feast service with its traditional elements of a fellowship or agape meal, feet washing, and communion. The communion committee would have been cooking already and then coming into the church building this afternoon to set the tables for the meal and the communion and to put out the basins and towels for feet washing. The sanctuary would be ready too for a time of confession, preparation, and meditation in advance of the rest of the love feast service. But we have not yet returned to in-person worship, so all of those familiar ways of being together, all those familiar ways of participating in ritual are suspended. So I want to highlight again the two questions I posed in that earlier paragraph I read. What does it mean for us to be together when we are apart? And can sacred moments and sacred awareness take place apart from sacred rituals? I would propose that the answer to the first question is that being together when we are apart is something we are still learning to do. We've been learning it for the last seven months, haven't we? It means tuning in for worship rather than showing up. It means being creative in the way we reimagine the familiar and figuring out ways to stay connected more intentionally, even if indirectly. In more recent weeks, it's meant creating new and varied ways for at least some of us to be together in person, even if that togetherness is limited by being outdoors, wearing masks, and keeping distance. Being together when we are apart has been challenging, but we've been trying to do it with as much care and imagination as we can. The answer to the second question, can sacred moments and sacred awareness take place apart from sacred rituals, is something that I think about perhaps more than many of you do. I feel very strongly about the importance and power of ritual to shape us for moments and opportunities for spiritual awakening for awareness of the holy, even for helping us to emotionally open up to unexpected spirit movements. I think that's one of the reasons I still value Love Feast so deeply, even as it has slipped down the ladder of importance for many people. What can compare to kneeling to wash another's feet or having your feet washed? There's nothing quite like it to open up to you the heart of humility, a recommitment to service, the deep reminder of how much the intimacy of community represented in the ritualized encounter with another barefooted person matters to you. But how do we do 
ritual, holy ritual, when we are apart. At least in terms of the way we as brethren have understood ritual, which so much involves touch and connection and relationship and, yes, food. I'm not sure there's any easy answer to that, any easy alternate path of non-in-person, intimate, connected, and connecting ritual. The need, however, for encounters with the holy, for ways to intentionally seek reawakening, for pathways to receive the gifts of spiritual renewal, for spirit moments and spirit movements, that need continues. Maybe it is even more important now So this morning, Amy and Seth and I thought that rather than trying to replicate the familiar love feast ritual apart from the context of community, we would instead seek to remind you that not only are we able to be together when we are apart, but the holy is with us even when rituals are not available to us as we have known them. That is, we want to lift up the reminder and the affirmation that the sacred is present even in the simple. Yes, holy moments and holy revelations are given to us through the familiar rituals of love feast as we have traditionally known it, but those moments, those revelations of holiness, of sacred awareness, are also to be found in the simple and close-to-home experiences that you and I have every day, experiences that just might echo and even amplify the holiness of agape eating or the washing of feet or any other thing that we have gotten used to seeing as a container for the holy. The sacred is really everywhere, waiting for us to see it, to name it, to understand it, to celebrate it, It is available. It is gifted to us. It is here at the church. It is at home. It is in the creation. We want to invite you to think about the gift of God's intimate and loving holy presence in this broader way this morning. Yes, to hear the familiar scriptures that you would likely hear at Love Feast, but then to see those texts set alongside and linked in new ways to the gifts of home, creation, and friendship. The one ritual we will celebrate together even as we are apart is the bread and cup communion. So you do need some sort of bread and some sort of juice or other drink, something small and special to eat and drink as symbols of communion. Other than that, all you need in order to enter further into this time of reimagined love feast worship is an openness to seeing the sacred in the simple. An openness and a willingness to recognize that the holy is all around you. That the creation gives us gifts that are both simple and sacred. And that we are in communion with each other even when we are apart. After the threefold focus of the service, the sacred community or fellowship, sacred service and sacred communion, The time of reflection will offer a series of pictures of our traditional elements of love feast, meals, feet washing, communion, laid over top of a song, Holy Now, which has a phrase I hope you will hold on to. Everything, everything, everything 
is holy now. So come into worship on this World Communion Sunday, recognizing that wherever we are, we can be in communion with each other, with the world, with the creation, and with the creator. Thanks be to God.